Hello and welcome to the Strange Shenanigans News Updates for all you pessimistic patties. Aww. All you optimistic Oscars. Ooh, I like that. I'll be an optimistic Oscar. For all you ambitious Andes. What about ambitious Annie? Sure, her too. Alright, I'll yeah. take it. Alright, well I got a bunch of new stuff to kick off. Have at it. Alright. This first one's from The Telegraph. And it says, Climate change helps dangerous fungi to better infect and invade humans. Mm. Yeah, right? Gross. It says, um, Fungal pathogens have long affected humans, but the threat they pose is increasing due to global warming. Mm. So climate change is accelerating the spread of dangerous fungi, pushing the organisms to adapt to better infect and invade people. The threat is increasing due to global warming. And the warning comes as Asia swelters in a record-breaking heat wave. While scientists predict this week, um, temperatures will rise more than 1.5 C, whatever that means, above pre-industrial levels at some point before 2027. Since many of these fungal pathogens typically exist in nature, they're not as well adapted to human body temperatures at 37 degrees centigrade. But with global warming, they're actually adapting and coming, becoming easier to colonize and infect and evade citizens. So, what what was that show we just watched? We were like, that'll never happen. And what's... The Last of Us. <laughs> right? And what's spreading like crazy? Right. Um, normally I like to be a skeptic, but, uh, fungal infections have been in our news since the last of us started. <laughs> so I got, I got one for you here, uh, from the Science Times. China's mystery craft has landed for the second time after orbiting for nine months. But while it was still in orbit, some interesting and peculiar things happened. Per Live Science, based on a report from the Center for... Strategic International Studies in Washington, D.C., the mystery craft ejected an unidentified object into orbit in October mm. 2022. Interestingly, the object disappeared by January and suddenly made a reappearance over a satellite tracking radar in March. Specialists think that this demonstrates the uh, plane's possible capacity for satellite removal to some extent, like with the robotic arm. Oh, we just saw that in an awesome TV show. Yep. yep. What's that one? Space, Space Force. Force yeah. That Netflix canceled because they suck. Suck. Astrophysicist John McDowell from the Harvard and Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics mentioned to Nature that the Chinese have been working with robotic arms a lot across various contexts, such as the Chinese space station. If this is the case, the mysterious plane's goal could be to fix broken satellites or remove debris from orbit. Uh, mm. However, this does not mean that military capabilities should be ruled out. There we go. Unless further details are released, all that can be done is speculate. Which we shall do wildly. We will wildly speculate about my robot arm. Yeah, it's created to take things apart. Yep. I mean, what fantasy world are we living in here? Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they, all, they already, you know, intentionally collided satellites at this point <laughs> right 
Oh, my Lanta. What you got for us, Ashley? Well, let's just stay with some robots, I guess. Because just this week, what, yesterday? I don't know. Anyway, just this week, um, Los Angeles approves 278,000, that's like a lot of zeros, robot police dogs, despite grave concerns. Where is this? Los Angeles. Oh, okay. so, so the seat of uh, infringing upon your constitutional rights. Yep, gotcha. the city council approved these robotic dogs by those crazy-ass Boston Dynamic nut jobs. We've right. all heard great things about Boston right. Dynamics. Um, and then a quadrupt unmanned ground vehicle was offered as a donation to the Los Angeles Police Department. And they didn't accept the donation. Uh, they still want to talk about it. So they voted 8-4 um, in favor of accepting the robot dogs, which is unarmed but has surveillance technology. And members of the public spoke out against this meeting, urging them to vote against this citing that it could go against civil rights and they're like now nah, we're good in reality in los angeles though if you are traveling on a marked road in los angeles you are being recorded. yep you probably are but we fall i in mean all modern cities you are we've heard nothing but bad things about these robot dogs so with all the bad things we've heard about them the past few years let's spend almost three hundred thousand dollars on some more mm -hmm. what's next sticking on the vein of robots Tesla gave an update on its humanoid robot program, which is known as the Tesla Bot. Oh, is it my new best friend? They're much cuter than the uh, Boston Dynamic Terror Dogs. Um, the new images of the prototypes were quite impressive. I have to agree with that, too. They do look pretty cool. Um, making the project look less like a sideshow for, you know, advertisement for Teslas and Tesla trucks and such, and much more like a real project. Uh, when Elon Musk first announced the Tesla bot, many laughed it off as a sideshow or distraction to Tesla's more important mission to accelerate the advent of sustainable energy. The CIO hyped it up by describing how much value it would create by fixing the labor crisis. So, after complaining that <laughs> about how robots were going to give away our jobs just last month, robots were going to take away our jobs, yeah. he's now invented robots to take away our jobs. Yep. Yep. But they are pretty sweet looking. I mean, they're they're cool. I mean, the little video they do a little little dance and march. That's how they get you. Yep. It's by doing and a cute little TikTok dance. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They they have a team of them that work as a pit crew on a cyber truck, mm -hmm. stuff like that. It, it's pretty interesting looking. I don't know. As long as we all get huge payouts, right? When they take our jobs. That's not happening. <laughs> right. Your dollar will be worthless by then anyway. Well, I'm going to lighten this up. Yeah. Okay, because this is getting sad. So, in other news, um, over in England, escaped water buffalo herd wrecked <laughs> Essex swimming pool. So, the family whose swimming pool got ruined has one compensation after a herd of water buffaloes escaped from a farm and wrecked their brand new swimming pool. Their CCTV captured the moment the animals fell through the pool, cover, and into the water, causing 25000 worth in damage. And the farmer did manage to rescue them unharmed, but 
they were still pretty pissed off and made them pay for their new pool. But there's a video. We can post it. It's on BBC.com. And it's so cute. They just fall right in the swimming pool. Since, since, since you lightened it up, let me take you back down. Uh, just uh, this past week in uh, in Maine, a uh, herd of uh, bison got loose. Again? Not again. I guess again. I yeah, guess it so. It does happen more often. I don't know why there's so why many birds of bison, bison But they got loose and uh, wreaked havoc on cars and traffic and uh, had to actually be put down before they killed somebody. Aww. Like the whole herd of them. You're the worst. No, uh, no, I'm the best. I've got two more here. Both of them are uh, military related. Um, this first one is from Defense News. Army evaluating first launch effect prototype. The U.S. Army is evaluating an initial launch effects prototype as it continues to experiment with requirements and capabilities for a future program. ServiceNow plans to launch these small uncrewed aircrafts not only from air platforms but from launchers on the ground or off vehicles as a result moving away from calling them air launched effects. Um, let's see. The Army is considering several size classes for these launched effects but is rapidly prototyping the first version of a small launched effects capability. This version is meant to help the service decide how to procure and employ these systems on the battlefield for tasks ranging from targeting, communications, network, intelligence, and surveillance, and reconnaissance. Whew. It's a fancy type of drone that can be pretty much launched from anywhere, essentially. Awesome. I was hoping we could launch drones from anywhere. Right? Now, speaking of drones, Great. Uh, this one is also from Defense News. It's called Release the Hounds, Army event to feature drone swarms that behave like wolf packs. Uh, okay. In Nashville, Tennessee, the U.S. Army plans to experiment with drone swarms that behave more like a wolf pack at its second aviation-focused exercise leading up to Project Convergence later this year. Um... Director of the service's future vertical lift cross-functional team. Of course, they had to give it a name so long you can barely say it. Right, it's so long, I almost lost interest. News. The Edge 22 drill will take place in the spring at Dugway Proving Ground, Utah. and will feed into Project Convergence, a bigger campaign of learning scheduled for the fall. Project Convergence has grown from an Army event in the Arizona desert at the Yuma Proving Ground in 2020 to a joint evaluation in 2021. Um, EDGE, which stands for Experimental Demonstration Gateway Exercise, is considered Army aviation scrimmage before the big game. At age 21, the Army achieved a 56 first, including a soldier at an unprecedented speed learning how to control both an unmanned aircraft system and its sensors from a tablet. It took mm -hmm. the soldier less than an hour to do so before... Uh, effectively completing an entire mission. So Weird. They're trying to fade away from the generic drone swarm, which was the first concept of using drones as tactics, because a drone swarm in reality is easy to take down. I would, I mean, I would imagine, but yeah. I don't know. But uh, they're moving it so that there's behaviors in the, uh, uh, like a wolf pack. It uh, says, as in in the wolf pack, it hunts. He explained during a media roundtable at A A A A A, and there's an alpha that kind of runs the show. And then each wolf has a duty, but then those duties are hierarchical. 
And with one wolf gets knocked out, the second one goes in to fill the gap. So, more like Spider-Man No <laughs> Way Home than, uh, than uh, you know, the traditional drone swarm. It, it, it sounds uh, this is some weird high tech stuff. And as hell, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, it feels a little unwavering to me. Yeah, that's my last one. You got anything else for us, Ashley? I do. <laughs> Always. <laughs> so, um, let's start with this from the New York Post. Gotta love it. The headline that caught my attention was Swooping Seagulls Steal Drugs, Get Stoned. Turn them into psycho gulls. <laughs> These birds. You a cocaine bear. Now, here, meth seagulls. Seagulls that reside in some seaside towns in the UK are allegedly feeling the effects of a drug called spice after swooping in and stealing it from people. Um, you're welcome. Get clean. Gulls will go for anything. A former spice user actually uses his name. Kevin Robertson from Hastings told the publication, they used to come up behind us and grab whatever we had. If we were stoned and completely out of it, the gulls would just take the joint we were smoking and fly away. Spice is also known as K2. It's a kind of synthetic marijuana that is meant to mimic THC and I don't know, apparently you're just lazy and don't grow it yourself. And it's the main psychoactive ingredient in marijuana. The dive bombing gulls um, allegations have been made from resorts in Hastings, East Sussex, Margate, Kent, Clacton-on-Sea, Essex, London, Leeds, Manchester, and Liverpool. So all I've learned about this is seagulls all over England are getting high off your fake drugs. Well, have, uh, on that <laughs> note, have you heard about the uh, the zombie crack that's starting to go through America? Yeah, so that actually has kind of, it, it's done a resurgence, we, we should say. So I guess this has existed before and kind of faded away like the ills of basalt and stuff. And actually, it's just come back full force. Yep. Because the fun thing is, vets can, I mean, not saying all vets are doing this, but some vets can make a little uh, extra on the side by selling their animal tranquilizers and yep. using and trank. It into hard narcotics. And so not only are you balls high, but you are completely unfunctional, mumbling, stumbling with your pants on the, the ground around all of the New York Times just did an English. article a few weeks ago about this, and it was incredibly interesting. But unfortunately, added on to this, they had actual pictures of people living, taking trank and pictures of their legs. Like the picture I saw, you could literally see their bone because yep. their flesh was melting off. Away their so yep. I don't know. And muscle tissue. I don't know. Watch more TV, read some books, play in the dirt. Yeah, literally do anything, anything else. This is getting scary. Partaking in flesh eating narcotics. Because if you're doing that, I mean, this isn't great either. Um, four die and four have eyes removed from rare superbug that can melt through eyeballs. Oh. Yeah. So this deadly bacteria is spread by contaminated batches of eye drops and they can melt through eye tissue leading to amputation or in some cases death. Gross. Yeah, four people in the US have died after being infected through this bacteria that can melt through eyeballs. It's a drug resistant strain of uh, 
from Mondonas agar something, and it's been linked <laughs> to contaminated batches of eye drops. Always the scholar, actually. Right? <laughs> the friggin' it, 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 So right something. now, there's 81 cases. At least four, 14 people have lost vision and one or both their eyes, and four victims have had to have their eyeballs surgically removed to prevent their um, infection. Uh, on a side note, folks, uh, as a former army medic, uh, you already have uh, eye drops built right into your body, so uh, just stop friggin' using them unless you have an actual medical condition that requires you to use eye drops. I know. So it's just, uh... literally will do the reverse effect on your body over time. So let's switch into something less gross than flesh melting and eyeballs being removed. Um, fun fact released today by Fox Bangor represent. Um, they said UFOs reported by nearly a fifth of academics. They're cautiously willing to engage in more research. That's pretty cool. They said a new survey that just came out said UFOs are reported by almost a fifth of academics. Among the 1,460 academics who were surveyed, 19% said that they have witnessed an UFO, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, so UAP, I'm sorry, that's what they're calling them now if you're wicked smart. Um, And 37% that say that they have degrees in interest of conducting research so we got some wicked smart people on it (laughs) you never know all right do we want something serious or something a little hilarious hilarious all right youth basketball referee and parent in wild brawl during last night's game an argument between a parent and a referee at basketball over the the weekend got into a wild brawl right on the court. And we'll just fast forward through this. A man left his seat to have a word with the ref of the game. And this a game involved little kids. They exchanged word. The dad decided to punch the game official. He went in for a takedown. And then the kids decided to join in. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the state of America, folks. <laughs> Where you can't sit down and shut the fuck up at a kid's basketball game. And then, yeah, and then it was the actual people in the stands who eventually broke out. But yes, there's a video of the kids joining in on the fight. And, I don't know, beating on each other. It's just insane. Yeah, it's a hilarious video. Go find it. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's hilarious to a certain point. You know, this is why... There's nobody willing to ref any youth sport anymore because all you parents out there can't, you know, act like <laughs> friggin' adults and realize that no one's getting a scholarship off of friggin' peewee baseball in the first place. Ugh, see, pessimist Patty won't let me enjoy little kids getting into a fight. <laughs> um, uh, other news that actually is strange and interests us. Uh, major airport... And Brit Holiday Hotspot shut down after UFO was spotted on the radar. So, this weekend, 26 flights were grounded over 12 hours in Turkey because of a UFO appearing um, 9,000 feet in the sky. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, they just said it's a mystery craft. It buzzed um, passenger oh, ads, as passenger jets were getting ready to go. And they never figured out what it was. Um, Traffic controllers 
uh, different traffic controllers spotted it separately and they had no idea what it was and all flights were divert, um, even diverted. They wouldn't even let flights land. Yikes. So I'm interested to see, this just came out yesterday, so I'm interested to see if they ever release what it was. Yeah. And I guess my last news is Seal wanders into California Hotel and climbs the stairs. Oh, man. I know. He was, he was looking for that uh, so, some real accommodations there, eh? Police responded to a hotel in California to eject an unusual trespasser, a wayward seal. <laughs> the Beach Police Department, uh, uh, they actually said this, uh, released their seal team <laughs> and responded to the sandcastle and unreport of a seal wandering around the hallways. This little guy figured out how to go up the stairs, but he couldn't figure out how to get down. So this poor seal was literally walking back and forth in the hallways, just staring down the stairs, then turning around, and then coming back and staring again until seal team come and saved him. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> well, that's all we've got for you for this episode, folks. This uh, has been The Strange Show. And this is The Strange News with Strange Shenanigans. Find us on Twitter and Podbean on The Strange Show, Instagram on Strange Shenanigans Podcast, and Patreon on Strange Shenanigans. I'm Stan. I'm Ashley. See you on the strange side.